Whoa, 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 This one goes out to Puffy. Uh, gentlemen, um, do you, I know that this is only for the uh, people watching on the YouTube, but do I have a certain, uh, my skin have a certain glow to it today? Do you guys notice at all? Or do I still look you, as you terrible? You look a little, like in my particular screen, you look a little foggy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. I don't know. It might just be me. It might just be me. I'm known for dirty screens. Or you are, it could soft, be a skin soft myself look good. Yeah. The reason I ask is just moments ago, um, I put on uh, Brooksy's new skin cream, which yeah. she, I asked her if I could talk about on the podcast, and she said only if you sample it. Oh, that's fair. It's called uh, Brocco Fusion. Okay. It's uh, made of broccoli. Seriously? <laughs> yes, it's a skin cream made of broccoli. It's called Brocco Fusion. Uh, it reduces the appearance of age spots. Nice. Protects against drying effects. Uh, hides acne and skin blotches. Okay. Smooths wrinkles. Um, skin brightening and fast absorption. Now, I'm, I'm really trying to find out, as I questioned Brooksy immediately on this and said, she says, well, broccoli is good for you. I said, well, broccoli might be good for you, but why, what, what does it rub mean it on it's good face. for your skin? Yeah. Why do I have to rub broccoli on my face? And she said, no, it's, it's good for you. So I'm trying to find out if they have a little, like... Uh, is it green? Like, is it a green tint to the but, cream? So can you just oh, make uh, this at home? Square, square, a little. It's just, just a normal, normal-looking normal uh, oh, cream. I would have thought it would look green, greeny. But can't you just grind up some broccoli at home and rub it on your face? Like, well, I might start doing that. I might rub it all over my body. Now, how yeah, much do what, you think that happens. little tube costs? Ooh, let's let's play a little game. Is it more than the screen cleaner or less than the screen cleaner? Because <laughs> I'm going to guess like the it's price probably right. around Bob, I'm going to go higher. 75 bucks a tube. It just says moisturizing the skin to the... Com- I don't read so well anymore. I'm getting older. So the complexion looks revitalized, energizing yes. skin, improving elasticity... But it doesn't say anything about broccoli. It doesn't say, I thought like on the side it would say broccoli, the, I guess the, the, the vegetable that heals everything, you know? But anyway, Brocco Fusion. <laughs> I got to ask Brooksy, I'll get more information on why broccoli uh, applied to the skin will help. But it's got little cute little, uh, cute little, little broccoli, uh, what do you call those things? What do you call it? There's the stem uh, and then the broccoli bush broccoli head, flower. Head, Is it head. florets? I think it's a head. Yeah, so... 
Yeah, there you go. A, no, I had a laugh. Anyway, I feel great in my Brocco fusion today. Now, is there any before or after pictures? Uh, of me? No, no, of, of the, uh, of <laughs> of the, the people who have used the, used the, the uh, cream. I'd have to go on to uh, BroccoFusion.com. If Jennifer Aniston is using it, I say it working. Mm-hmm. 100%. Brocco Fusion. Let's see if we can go to the website and see what they say. Brocco Fusion. There was a little tube for fourteen ninety nine. Oh wow, that's pretty reasonable. Uh, that's not that's not too bad. But now hold on, this one is it looks like oh this is a smaller version of this and it's thirty four ninety nine. That still that's seems fif- pretty reasonable. That's fif- well, that's fifty mils. I got the one fifty mil. Oh, oh that means if we sure, triple it, yeah. but you're gonna get a little be... bit of a deal because it's it's uh, more quantity. <laughs> thirty four ninety nine. Oh, or four interest. Free payments of eight seventy five, which is also oh. a good deal. So that would be thirty five times three, one hundred and five dollars for this uh, broccoli to rub on my face. I mean, I could buy bushels of organic broccoli and just, you know, for like twenty bucks, even at the Nature's Emporium. Well, that, that's there's, nice. There's a reality show. Just make sure that uh, Jared's not stealing that for other stuff. <laughs> 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 I don't think it does that. It may not, Jimmy, but you know Puffy would try. <laughs> Puffy, do you like every I cream available in the house? Definitely. Like yeah. You right? As long as sometimes. it limits friction. Friction. It's, Puffy's it's down. It's Hair good. pomade? No. You try with that? that? No, no. No? Laundry detergent? No, anything Ooh. that has a pump. Or a squeeze. <laughs> well, now that we have the title for the episode, <laughs> anything with a pump. Uh, Lester's not with us today here on the uh, Welcome to the Rubber Boots podcast brought to you by our friends at PetSafeDebt.net. Lester's on the road. Yes. Uh, he's on the road. It's, he's doing a full uh, almost famous thing this week. He's down in Ohio, I believe. Yeah, it's Ohio. Lester's, Lester's yeah. in Ohio. And is he with Elton Ron or is he with yeah, one of the yeah. bands? I've Elton. seen Elton in the Elton pictures. Ron. So, yeah. so Lester is uh, en route back to uh, Canada, and uh, we miss him this week. We'll have him back on. Uh, is next week the final episode of the podcast? We have two more episodes of the podcast. Uh, eh, we'll wherever wherever life takes us, I see yeah. two more. Definitely two one more, more since uh, we Platinum a, League a finals this week. So. Yes. Right. Oh yes, we'll get to that a little we bit shall, later on. But shall. I can say I, I happened to play a golf round with Aaron Karolnik uh, last week, and yep. he was uh, extremely cocky. He he tossed away Bob Weeks like it was going to be wow. Nothing. I thought and so too. Things things did not go as planned. Like he literally said, "Obviously, I'm going to be in the final. I'm playing Bob Weeks this week." That's basically was a word for word. <laughs> I gotta say, Bob Weeks has been underestimated his entire life, and he's shown. This is one of the so great. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the great Cinderella stories it in is. the history of sport. I mean, he made it out of the first up division with the likes of Puffy. Yeah. Like, I know. Now he's in the and he's at the time, I been... felt like, oh, this is bad, but now it looks good on me. I feel like the, the guys. I don't even know how he has time. He was at the Canadian Open all last week. He was doing everything. Just a quick rundown. Uh, I'm going to get into the Canadian Open, So, but Bob Weeks, like in the, in the hour as it ended, we had to do a Brooke Henderson hit because she had just won. Yeah. And then Bob Weeks had to go out and do a Rory one-on-one right after he'd won. Then Bob Weeks throws a jacket on over his golf shirt, does the entire ceremony. Oh, he did the the ceremony. The trophy presentation ceremony for the RBC Open. And then comes and does, you know, another hit 
or like the Jay Onright show or something. Now, so, Jimmy, once And at the same time, kicking Aaron Korolnik's ass in the uh, gold did bar. Did you think league. you were going to be doing the trophy presentation at all? I was were a you, Were you a little bit perturbed when Bob Weiss yes. got the call? When, when the Golf Canada rep came up and said, uh, guys, for the trophy presentation after, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll be uh, Bob. You'll be doing that. Whoa. What? 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 That's what Jimmy does. I come in at the last second. I swoop in. I swoop in. I'm a swooper. I swooper. No, Weeksy uh, well-deserved. And it was great out there because I I went out to just to to watch it. And, uh, you know, all the people are yelling, Weeksy, you're a legend, which he is. Right? So it's good that, uh, you know, the golf fans, this is in his element. Like, this was Weeksy's. Canadian golf fans. I was just a guest in Weeksy's world, and boy, what a treat it was to be there. Um, let's get to the week that was. Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. I was going to talk more about the Canadian Open because uh, uh, Brooksy, this is the first time I took her to a golf tournament. Oh, nice. So I, I took Brooksy on the Saturday uh, to the golf tournament, and what the hell's going on out there? What's going on in somebody's house? It sounded like there was well, a that was probably Austin. Austin, Austin uh, I thought Lester Austin was joining us. <laughs> yeah. At some renovations. <laughs> um, so, uh, Brooksy got to come to the Canadian Open, and uh, we walked around the golf course, and then uh, uh, somebody, one of my friends... Did she wear Jared, appropriate did... shoes? Uh, yeah, Brooksy's she did. a stylish lady. I'm not sure did. if her pants were appropriate, but she... Yeah. She wore appropriate yeah. shoes. I got a lot of catcalling with Brooksy, oh, which I like. Ooh, don't mind that. Yeah, you know, great. it makes me proud. But Brooksy, there was a lot of catcalling going on. I, I will say, I don't know. It came across on television, it right? Did. But it did. The amount of drunk people at this Canadian Open was ludicrous. It sounded like the 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 Phoenix Open or whatever. It was a mini waste management. It was. It, it wasn't quite like the it. waste management. And I the felt, thing is, yeah, go ahead. Stop. No, no, I felt that this. A particular course and i know i think they did it here at 10 years ago or something like this one really translates to tv really well or was that just that me? course like, like compared like some of the other ones where we've had the canadian open it doesn't always look like a full-on pga thing necessarily where this looked like really i don't know it just translated yeah, I, really well to, to, to no to offense to glenn abbey but mm-hmm. i thought the glenn abbey canadian open had kind of gotten old and you're right and this was just Man, first of all, it was pure mayhem. And I think it's bec- maybe part of it was because we haven't had it in three years. Um, mm-hmm. Part of it because it's a new venue in the city. Uh, but it was it was insanity as far as the noise. To the point where it teetered on the brink of too much. Yeah. Right? I don't know if you caught 18 on Sunday. Like, I, I posted something on Instagram. I, I had the inside the ropes pass and I'm walking up 18 and then all of a sudden they let everybody in as they do usually at big tournaments yeah. and thousands of people came running across and, and, you know, JT was trying to chip and people are just yelling and yelling and yelling. And they were so pumped up about Rory that it, it was teetering on the brink, but sure. they, we kept it just on the right, right side of the brink. And I thought the fans were basically amazing. Um, Puffy, you've seen this before. You know how some guys like dress up in the same shirts to go to golf tournaments? Yeah. Right. It's yeah, a bit I, of a thing, right? Yeah, like people. I remember seeing that huge guy uh, dressed like Ricky Fowler, which was ridiculous. Oh, no, but I'm talking about a group of guys, almost like a oh, looks like a bachelor oh, party look to it. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, but you see it usually at like a Ryder Cup or something, maybe more so than a regular like a correct. There must have been twenty of these groups of traveling gentlemen at really? the Canadian Open. 
Yeah, and I don't know how that it would first the first group I saw, I'm like, are you guys on a bachelor party? And they're like, no. And then I see another group, another group, another group, and I just sort of think this is a trend which I really wasn't aware of. And they're all males, sort of from the ages of 18 to 30, all wearing the same outfit and coming to the tournament. All wonderful guys. I t- took pictures with many of them, and they were fabulous. But it's just mm. I find it. I if someone, if any of our listeners know the uh, the roots of this uh, quirkiness, why do men feel like they need to dress up together to go? Is that to get on TV? Probably, I would say that's the best. Or to get women. That's usually what people do. Guys do stuff. Is that the main work? motivator? It, it does work at bars. But at a Canadian, as a Canadian open, I don't know. Going to a Canadian, Canadian open to pick up women in general, you might be a little. Guys bit are off, always but... going places to pick up women. Like, was <laughs> there was there a lot of women there? Yeah, but I think you know a lot of women come with their. I mean, I get, there weren't groups of women. Like, there certainly weren't groups of women dressed up together because women are women are much smarter than men. Yeah. What did the Brooksy uh, think of the guys in the same shirts? Yeah, did she like uh, it? A good move or a bad move on her opinion. I don't know. She thought they were. She thought they were all nuts. But uh, this was a long-winded way. way, In other words, amidst the the catcalls, two or three times it was not Jimmy. It was Brooksy. Uh, That's good. That's awesome. And then there were a couple that were like, "Is this Brooksy?" As in, oh, is this a Connor McDavid type situation here? Or that's that's, hey, so hold on. To clarify that, that's an old clip, right? The Connor? I, I, I don't even want to talk. I, like, I, that, that makes me, that bothers me so much because there's so many out of context things. That can it be is. Taken. Some it it completely blew up and I was like, oh, maybe this is a real thing. And then people started posting, this is from years ago before he started dating well, this girl. And so, whether it was or know. wasn't, you know, how many times have you been drunk? You're with a friend or whatever. Yeah. And someone but I, I will say this. Like, let, let the guy have some privacy in his life. No, no, for sure. But. He is one for like the awkward photos or video moments. Oh, yeah. like, there was the draft. There was that the those, yeah. that Asian couple the, the, he took a picture of at the with, airport. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he he does have that like I don't know. He it lo- just happens. He just so. he honestly just looked like a guy. Maybe his buddies had hooked up with their friends, and that's what he was just getting pulled along. He did not right. look like he was. Right. Connor McDavid just granted yeah, us knows, a but, yeah. an unbelievable yeah. spring of entertainment. Let the man have yeah. some have some peace, yeah, exactly. please. Um. You know, hockey players from the 1970s and 80s and even 90s are looking at this going, oh, oh our timing was bang on. Dodge the on this o- O-Dog would not have been great if he was born in like 03. Oh, no. <laughs> would not have gone well whatsoever. Uh, what else did I want to tell you about the Canadian Open? So, yeah, Jared uh, Jared came down, uh, which was nice. Uh, some of his friends, it was like a, it was kind of like a night out with all Jared and his drunken friends, which was a good time. Uh, That's good kids. Good. It's good, nice when your son or your daughters have good good friends. Oh, we went to the uh, Maroon Five concert afterwards. How it, was it? It was good. It was good. I mean, it was uh, extra drunk because so the Canadian Open ends at you know six o'clock. The last guy puts in. I had to do like an hour of TV work, but for the rest of the people, there's nowhere to go. Right, you're in the middle of a Tobacco, and. Yeah. So, and then the concert, Maroon 5 doesn't come on the stage till like 9.30. So that's just oh, three so. and a half hours of pure drinking time. Because everybody oh. who got into the Canadian Open that day got to go to the Maroon 5 concert. That's Oh, the deal. seriously? That's, yeah. It's, it's, oh, I didn't it was like that. a five-minute walk away from the golf course in a big farmer's field somewhere. And uh, I think they had uh, Flo Rida the night before. And then, yes. and, then, and then Maroon 5. So, you know, you forget how many. You ever go to a concert that you don't really plan on going to and... Uh, 
Uh, is that a dog? Is that a dog walking along yeah, the ground there? That's Miles walking around here. Well, hi, Miles. What's going on, buddy? And uh, you forget how many hits they have, right? The Maroon 5. They yeah, have Maroon 5 is great. I wanted to go, but Tanya was like, no dice. No, um, I have two questions about uh, Maroon 5, what I want to ask you guys. Uh, first, why, why do events do tickets for booze? Because at the Maroon 5 concert, you had these huge lineups to buy the tickets for booze. And then you just walked across to where the actual booze was. It's got to be illegal. I think it thing. has something to do with the... Because it's likely all ages were allowed inside. Okay. I assume. I guess, yes. So I think that's why they do it. So that you, you get carded before you even can purchase the beer. And then you have to walk over. It's almost oh. like a double... Track. Yeah, but that it actually makes it easier. Because all you need to do is... Pass the ticket. Buy yeah, tickets the and ticket. pass tickets off to somebody. Is that I what think... you were doing for a bunch of money? No, my <laughs> side. <laughs> On the side of the stands, just hustling tickets. Thanks. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Mr. Duffy. Hey, are you James Duffy from TSN? Hey, yeah, I'll give you, give you 10 tickets for $4. Get yourself hey, a big hey, kid. That's Brooksy over there. <laughs> do, do you want a meet and greet? <laughs> See, <laughs> my theory is it's just a way to, to, to steal money because inevitably you don't use all your tickets. Right. Like oh, I, that's, I yeah. got home at night and I had like 14 tickets in my pocket. Like, what's the point? Of it, right. I usually find a home. It's like, it's like those gift cards. That doesn't happen to Puffy. <laughs> it's gift cards. You buy gift cards for people. They never use the gift cards and it's just that's free true. money for the company. That's what the ticket thing is. Who does, who comes home with a pocket full of no tickets? Nobody does that except Puffy. <laughs> right. Cause now, you can't calculate you... the number. You're like, okay, 50 tickets for a hundred dollars. Okay. And there's, Let's say like the the beer is nine tickets and the uh, you know the wine for Brooksy is this many tickets. I can't do that math. I don't know how many tickets yeah, I, I need. True. Now, did uh, the lead singer for Maroon Five keep his shirt on? Adam uh, Levine. Levine. Yes. I so here's the thing, and this is, was my other confession, and I want to know if you guys like this. I am an early I'm early leave guy. Okay. Because when I, I sum up a situation and I look around me and I go, there's 20,000 people here probably, right? Yeah. And none of them have access to their cars are right here because everyone's parked otherwhere. And so everyone's going to And they'd need, be smashing into each uh, other as they're all hammered. Cars. <laughs> right. And everyone's going to need to get an Uber like, yeah. to get to their cars. And I'm too rational. And no matter how much fun I'm having, I'm too rational to wait to the end. Even though I desperately wanted to hear Payphone, my favorite Maroon 5 song. Great song. I'm on a payphone right And um, I think I nailed that, by the way. You I did. don't like to brag. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm an early leave guy. So right around, I'm calculating in my mind. It's a corporate concert. Maroon 5 is probably going to play for like an hour, hour and 20. Sort of like about 55 minutes, even without Payphone. Jimmy, mm -hmm. Jimmy's out. Uh, gets an Uber. Boom circles back around concert ends jared and his friends run out jump in jamie's jimmy's car boom gone right oh that's pretty solid Ian. perfect pickup it's the perfect pickup like the seinfeld episode it was the perfect pickup i timed this out so we would pull up at the terminal exactly 17 minutes after their flight is supposed to land that gives them just enough time to get off the plane pick up their bags and be walking out of the terminal as we roll up <laughs> i tell you it's a thing of beauty I cannot express to you the feeling I get from a perfect pickup. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, if they played payphone. I don't know if Adam Levine uh, took off his shirt because early leave guy uh, was gone. Early leave guy was gone. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? How, how are you? How, how, how are you guys doing? Well, one one thing about the Canadian Open, your picture with Tiger Woods was yes. sensational. 
That guy. That was. That was guy like, was amazing. I had to do the blow up to like make sure it was not the time. The greatest thing about this. Did you see this picture stuff? I did. I was going to ask. Did he remember you from the urinal all those years ago? <laughs> I'm going to find this photo for anyone who uh, doesn't follow me on, on Instagram or Twitter or wherever I posted it and, uh, and show them. So this guy shows up at the Canadian Open and he's, and he's got a, uh, uh, a red Nike shirt on and he's, got a, he's made an Augusta green jacket and he's got a Nike hat and he's just walking around the Canadian Open. Let's see if I can do this for the folks at home. There he is. There he is. And um, he's getting like tons of attention. But the great part is like people are so drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's better. I focused in on him instead of me. Um, that uh, numerous people are saying, is that really Tiger Woods? Is that Tiger Woods? Is that Tiger Woods? <laughs> he looked like him more than I think I've seen anyone look like Tiger, though. Truth, but... <laughs> Tiger would not be walking around <laughs> the Canadian. Tiger open. Woods... In a green jacket. Is going to show up in the Canadian Open? No. What he's not playing. Tiger Woods is going to bring his Augusta jacket, wear his <laughs> Nike shirt and his Nike hat, and walk around taking <laughs> selfies with people with a beer. Would be the it would be the greatest thing to ever happen yeah, to golf. It'd be, oh, it'd be so good. But this guy was having a time. He was oh, having he a been, time. Uh, and I full kudos to whoever you are, buddy, should. for the full he Tiger Woods you're pulling off. Yeah. Um, anyway, fantastic There's time. There's a waitress out there somewhere. Right. Uh, amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing Perfect. tournament. Uh, congrats to my friend Lawrence yeah. Applebaum with Golf Canada and everybody at uh, St. George's who put on a, an, an awesome event. And uh, uh, good to see my, our pal Graham Dillette again, Puffy. Graham How is Dillette. he? GD, he's good. He was good. Uh, awesome. He got to meet Brooksy too. And nice. my kids. Oh, I wanted to, to say quickly, and, I, and I, I tweeted about this, but... Uh, Best part for me by far, I got to meet uh, Dayton and Hayden, who were the the two young Ontario golfers who uh, survived that horrific van crash in Texas back in March, which was, I can still remember literally like the second I heard about it on CNN or CP24 or wherever it was. And they said that there'd been this horrific crash with a golf team from Southwest University and that there were two Canadians on the team. And that nine people had had died in the in the crash, and that there were two survivors. And I remember thinking in my head, like, not that look, you want everybody to survive, and it's not like you prefer Canadians over Americans or whatever. But you're, I'm just like, because they're Canadians, I'm saying, oh, let's let's hope at least one of them survived. And the fact that it was the two Canadians who survived, and you know, I talked to them about everything. I didn't want to get into too much detail. I'm sure they're tired of reliving it, but just the nicest kids. The nicest, nicest kids who Lawrence invited them to the Canadian Open and and Dayton actually suffered burns to 44% of his body. Uh, he just, like, he basically, as soon as Lawrence invited them to come to the Open, if they were able, he put a calendar up in his room and he just basically peeled off the days until the Canadian Open and said, I'm going to get out of here before the Canadian Open and actually got out awesome. just two days before and flew back wow. to Canada for the first time out of the, out of the burn unit in uh, Texas and was there and they were just you know they had time of their lives to be there but uh yeah they were just sitting on a row together and just whatever you know that miracle of chances that that's the one row that you know in in the accident that they're able to escape or or whatever it was uh i mean dayton's got a long road ahead of him he's still wrapped in 
in bandages from the burns, but he's hoping to play golf again. And Hayden's already playing again. He had head, severe head trauma, but he's doing pretty well. So uh, really nice kids and just an unbelievable, unbelievable story. So uh, those boys were uh, made my day, made uh, Graham's day. And uh, uh, it was really cool to see him there at the event. Uh, that's all I got, Stoff. This podcast now belongs to you. Don't blow it. All right. Well, we go from one golf event <clears throat> to another as rubber boots react. Yes. Rubber boots oh, react. here we go. I am fired up. Yeah. I am so fired up. Kate Burness. It's pea soup gym all over again. That's right. All righty. So we did have the launch of the live tour on yep. uh, Thursday as well. Ran Thursday to Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched. I would I say watched I watched probably well. half of it. I watched the entire thing on the Thursday. I watched a bit on Friday, watched most of the ending on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my takeaways where I'm not blinded by my allegiance to the PGA were simply that I think the format is a good idea. I, I, I anticipated they would do a lot more in terms of just innovative things. I thought the broadcast would have probably a couple more surprises and stuff like that. I think they could have featured the team thing a little more prominently, and I think the team thing is pretty decent, but it needs work. Having consistent teams would probably help. Uh, but I love the shotgun start. I, I think having the event wrap up in four hours, uh, it, it will it would help with ratings. I think probably this is something the PGA is too arrogant to uh, adapt, but I think they definitely should. And as far as the level of golf, uh, from my perspective, it, it wasn't so subpar. But yeah, the names at the top of the list weren't the ones, uh, you know, weren't necessarily all of the top golfers in the world. So there's definitely a gap there. The difference in the field uh, is noticeable, but I didn't think it was a bad start. And as someone who, you know, I'll welcome an alternative and something that could push the PGA in a different direction. Uh, And so I thought it was a pretty good start for them. Uh, As far as, uh, you know, I I think uh, with how well the Canadian Open went, that was a huge thing for the PGA uh, this weekend. But at the end of the day, like in these U.S. Open uh, press conferences all anyone's asking these guys about is live golf so it, i would say it was still a somewhat successful weekend for them because it is it's still at the top of people's minds even though it wasn't the premier event like, yeah if you go by just thoughts. if you if you were one of those believers that marketing is about how much your stuff is being talked about then you're, you're well, a lot jimmy you're a lot of marketing <laughs> like a lot of marketing geniuses will tell you that's exactly the name of no the that's game. what i mean no that's what i mean right, that's right. What, so um I'm not being condescending. I mean, that's that's true. You're trying to be. No, I'm not. I I, I love Greg Norman. Uh, <laughs> I think that the stuff he did with with uh, the, the writer, uh, the, uh, Alan Chip, yeah, that was awful. amazing. When he's pretending he didn't, he the, didn't know picture. what was happening, and then he's standing there like looking at it. Oh, he's so good. He's got he got like this bit of an evil evil part of them that right I so a short story for anyone who hasn't seen it basically a reporter said he was kicked out of the press conference for pressing one of the um uh, one of the players regarding you know lives saudi ties and stuff he was escorted and he's out the, re- the reporter who sandbagged phil nicholson okay right and anyway so he texts uh norm saying hey listen um you know uh, i'm here uh, i just got kicked out have you heard of this and he texts him back saying no never heard of it and apparently there's a picture of him being escorted out and he's right behind him <laughs> and I, it just looks so superimposed it's we'll throw so, it up it on here look real. uh yeah it, it was just pretty hilarious but it, i mean is is that a bit alarming probably yeah uh yeah. you know uh, it, it is some sort of media control although i will say i watched a lot of the pressers heading into that and 
understandably, those were the main questions asked. But after three days of these golfers, and these golfers are not going to come up with intelligent answers as to why, uh, you know, they're going there, even though it's morally questionable. And the guys on the PGA Tour wouldn't be able to defend the PGA successfully if you brought up its past either. So yeah. it, it did get kind of tiring and near the end. And it's like these guys aren't going to give you anything. They're not going to say anything meaningful. But at the same time, you know, there's got to be freedom of press. So. Yeah. A little. When, it, when, little when it comes to that part of it, I just wish, and I give actually Phil credit because he actually answered this, uh, even though he dodged basically every other question. But it's the BS. It's all these players going up and talking about how they're doing it for the good of golf to grow the game. The grow the game thing is the biggest load of crap ever. And I know you guys can say it's good for the I game. I don't know. I actually yeah. don't know about that. It's, I, I think this is a bigger step to grow the game than anything the PGA's taken in a very long time. It's not growing the game, though. It, it, growing the game, divide, having, look, it, I'm not criticizing the Live Tour for doing this, you know, for being competition, all that stuff. But if you're a golf fan, you're not benefited by uh, a divided, there's no sport that's benefited by a divided field. So if you're watching a tournament, you're not getting to watch the best. No, but you're getting but to watch three quarters is of the best. Thing, though. You need not always. Sometimes to drive it's it. not always a good thing. It isn't for the fan. It's not. I'm not saying for the for the fan. Competition is not for always the a good fan, thing. But if you're talking about growing the game, you're talking about exposing it to a whole bunch of new people and a whole bunch of new fans. That would be otherwise drawn to it. That who, who right says now, you're going to you expose it to a whole bunch of new people? Golf fans well, YouTube, are golf fans. Who says you want no, though? YouTube. Like, so you think YouTube golf's just maxed young. out? Whoever watches it now watches it. And to an extent, because as you just said, stuff like you know, okay, I I dug some of the stuff they did. I kind of like the sideboard that was like F one. Uh, that was kind of yeah. Cool. I wish they would have their full names on there. Yeah, that was hard because you could, especially when some of the names you don't know. Yes, yeah. but and the shotgun start, I don't would not like for every tournament. Like John Rom just completely ripped it to shreds yesterday. That you need, but once in a while, I think it's you're right. Like it is good. I think to have for a the short regular t- stops, it would be interesting. The yeah, majors, I think you're I would right. Probably leave us be, but maybe even yeah. not just the majors. I just I would do it like a, a handful. Person field. Yeah, you couldn't do it, but That's I would do like problem. a handful of times a year. Like once you for made me, the cut I, or I something. think about it. If you have a, a couple tournaments on the West Coast. That you can truncate into four hours and run them in prime time on the East Coast, for example, live. Yeah, that's no, I, I'm with you. Pretty, and you and you come a on the big air win on a Thursday, Friday, and you come on the air, and everybody's golfing right away, yeah. and so you can yeah, go eight awesome. million places. Although CBS has a lot of trouble covering more than about three guys, so I don't know how they do with about fifty guys true. at once. So, like I said, like some of the innovations were good. I don't think the team thing really worked. Maybe it has time to work itself out. I don't think anybody really understood. It, or, it's or too all star feeling. I think. Yeah, it's and the it's way just they dropped it. Dropped it, it. It's, I liked it. it. It's too goofy an amateur hour. But uh, um, yeah, I just I don't like the fact that uh, the the players. This you can think it grows the game, but just come up and say, "I went because they gave me a big ass freaking check." Just say that. And Phil, Phil was the only one who said, "Well, the financial but what, compensation." What if they first... went for the check and something else, though? Why? Why but are nobody you did. so hard to uh, decide? No, I think a lot of them went, went for lifestyle. The, you only play. You only play fifteen weeks a year. Here, we'll play the Bryson DeChambeau clip right here. It was a business decision first and foremost, and um, that's all there was to it. It's given me a lot more opportunity outside of the game of golf, and giving me more time with my family and my future family. So for me, that was a decision. As you can see, Bryson is not only going there for the money, he's going there to play less golf of the sport that he loves, but also so he can spend more time with not just his family, but his future family. 
Yeah, yeah, because he has no. One of my favorite quotes ever. He's completely single, has no children, but he's going so he's going to the (laughs) live door to spend more time with his family. Like your family, look at they've all been fed these talking points to say we're growing the game, spending more time with your family, whatever, 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 whatever. It's it's about the check, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we had that discussion last week. PGA guys have been fed as well. You don't think Rory was fed to say that? Oh, now I'm one up. Like you don't think all these things were? Uh, the no, I think Rory been... was probably smart enough. Or Rory's agent came up with that. But you're you're right. Like, look at and Monahan's a kind of a that interview with Jim Nance. Like, I thought he didn't handle that great either. He was way over yeah. the top, too, way too angry and such. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to come across as the great PGA defender or whatever. Like you say, stuff. I don't think they're they're far from perfect here. I just completely selfishly as a fan. I just want all the best players playing oh, the no, same no. event. So for you, I, I got a good example. I think it's yeah. like for the rest of us, it's like with where streaming's getting now. Mm-hmm. Where you would like to have all your shows in one place, but now there's like 30 different streaming providers and yeah. you end up subscribing to Disney Plus Elite right, Gold. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The other thing well, is, guys, well, I Jimmy, may... hold on. You said, yeah. say the top 48 players of the world all were in this live tournament playing in these every week. How well, awesome then, would that uh, be? Probably eventually then I'd have to get I'd, I'd have to get on board for sure. But I still, I'm like I said, I'm a little purist too. I like the history of events and stuff. I like when they go to Colonial or Torrey Pines or whatever that is. Say but you're right. All those, say they played all those courses. Yeah, yeah. No, eventually you're right. I'd have to get on board. No, you're you're 100% right, Puffy. I don't, I, and that, who knows, that may happen, I suppose. This thing might... Uh, might uh, might go that way. It's just, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. Well, like with it. that being said, Jimmy, you won our uh, showdown. That's our right. live showdown. I am actually champion. Of, me fourth. and Charles Schwartzel are the first champions of the of the live tour. Absolutely. Uh, Lester finished in second. When he drafted the four aces. Puffy third with punch. And then my high flyers finished with a high score of plus 12. <laughs> And finished in tenth, uh, giving me the fourth. By the way, I, uh, you guys, I don't know if you're going to buy this. I don't think you are, but I've had second thoughts about saying that I would accept the Live Tours five million dollar a year offer to be their commentator. No, you, you would try to drive it up to ten. I no, I just I thought hard last week, and I just don't, I don't, and you know, we had the whole discussion about there's dirty money everywhere, right? There's dirty money, yeah, dirty mm-hmm. money everywhere. But I don't know if I could live. I'm very, I think, self-conscious. You like could if, live. If you live. People you were, could live. But if people were like heckling me and, you know, that whole letter from the 911, uh, 9-11, just surviving sure. families, like, I don't know that I could handle that. Right? Yeah. I don't know that I could. I don't know but if I could But what if someone do, started bringing up the PGA's nasty history to but you? What it, like, could what you, you not work there? What is the PGA's nasty history? I mean, like. Uh, like racism? Like, right. I don't know. Seven I don't. I don't know if the PGA yeah. has a direct like racism history. I'm sure golf in general. I think has they. One I think the PGA didn't allow black players for longest time. I know my favorite player. Gro- my favorite golfer growing up was Calvin Pete, who was one of the only black players on tour, and uh, so that was like you know I I love Cal Pete, who hit the ball about 215 yards, but like never missed a fairway. He was my he was my god, but. Uh, yeah, it's a, anyway, it's a fascinating situation and certainly like the threat is, is hundred percent real for the tour. Oh, yeah. and, and like we That's talked about last week. That's so mad. Yeah. I think the majors are going to really, well, I, I majors think the are PGA really is very it. defensive because and that just says they see this as a threat. I don't know if it's an immediate threat, but I guess if a lot more guys start going. The There's going to be more guys that go. People are talking about Shoffley going. You know, Kepka really? was Kepka was kind of. If you saw his news conference this week at the U.S. Yeah. Open, he was like, 
uh, what are you thinking? Why haven't you gone to live or why do you play on the PGA tour instead? And he's like, well, that's my only real option right now. This other thing's only been around for a week. You know, his brother's playing over there. I, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, the first wave went and I actually think that in some ways, this first wave of guys, whether I agree with them or not, they're kind of braver, right? The, yeah. the, than the other guys that are just kind well, of sitting here I waiting. Think the guys, yeah. Right? Waiting then, in the water basically to see what happens. And, yeah, testing like... But uh, now, now they're yeah. seeing also that some of these guys were denying that they're going to go mm-hmm. and then went anyway. And I think you're just going to see probably a lot more of that where guys right now are like, no, no, no. And then if the if the money's right for them, they might... Right. But I also but think I, there's going to be some guys that stay faithful to the PGA no matter what. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean no chance just, Rory could ever go. After Rory's not going. Like this, Thomas right? is yeah. not going. Yeah. Like Spieth, guys like that, they aren't going. So uh, mm, what if Spieth went, Spieth. Jimmy? What if Spieth went? I haven't really heard him, Jimmy. That could, be, hasn't been could, very vocal. that could be my tipping point. Oh, <laughs> when I come in, I'm next week on the Rubber Boots pod, I got the full live, <laughs> live sweatshirt and high flyers. Okay, hold on, hold on. If at any point Jordan Spieth declares he's going joining Live, will we do an emergency pod? I think we, ha- we will have to. <laughs> we have to. We, even yeah. if it's in the middle of summer when we do no emergency pods. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Picks that I saw on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes. All of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. Have you guys ever tried to file an insurance claim after something happens or heard of anyone? Because I've always yeah, heard that it's it's, always it's very tricky. difficult. It's tricky. Yes. You know, the insurance company never wants to pay. They always try to find a way to say they're not covered. Well, that's why this story here uh, shocked me that a Missouri woman who claimed to have contacted a sexually transmitted disease during sex in a car has been awarded $5.2 million from the car insurance giant giant Geico. So Geico's (laughs) basically playing her five mil because she had sex in someone's car. Uh, That guy had an STD and I guess insurance covers it somehow because it, the transmission of the sexually transmitted disease was directly caused or contributed uh, by the car. Which I don't really understand. Well, that's where the act took place, work. so that that is um, that's fair. <laughs> is it going to become a is it going to become a pickup line when you say to someone, "Hey, I'm insured by Geico." <laughs> and they're like, "Ooh, this might pay off." In the to my if things go wrong, <laughs> things go wrong. You'll be uh, taken care of. I can't. I can't figure out the uh, the way the U.S. system works. Insurance, justice, courts. I I, I have no. I have no understanding. The other thing whatsoever. is 5.2 million. How do you get at that total? Like it's a lot, right? So maybe like the lawyers, they wanted to go way. after the guy and the only way they could find to go after the guy was to go after his insurance company or, or whatever it was. It's, yeah. But that's yeah. usually limited to like when, you know, you hit someone through your car. Uh, uh, Not, this is uh, worse though. In your um, car. Uh, all right. Next, we got a tweet from bar down that basically asks if referees should do post game interviews in the playoffs. Should they be man- mandatory? And this is something I've believed for a very long time that uh, referees should speak to the press, especially after certain uh, controversial calls. Uh, your thoughts on this gentleman? Wow. Uh, the only problem with that would be like, some, you know, certain biased local media that will be arguing about every single call. Uh I don't like every game might be excessive simply because you're going to have, do they really have to go up there and have people, you know, BSing about some tripping call in the second period of a yeah. game. But I think you're right. 
stuff, availability in some way to answer after a controversial call. Like, I think it should be, I'm not sure how you would mandate when they would come, Puffy, but like I, when there's a controversial call in a game, they should probably be up there. I don't know for the NHL if they are, but I know for Major League Baseball, they actually do have a pool reporter that um, is All the goes for the game, I think, that does ask the umpires, uh, can get access to the umpires if there's a controversial play. But I don't know if the NHL does that. Pool reporter would make do, some sense yeah. if they were, like if they were competent. Person, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't think they do. Yeah. And I haven't seen it in hardly any other sports besides. I mean, would Kerry Frazier have made it out alive from that uh, presser when he heisted? it? <laughs> <laughs> what was the one, uh, what was the guy who blew the perfect game in, in baseball? Oh, I can't remember jo- Joyce? Joyce? Jim Joyce? Yes. Uh, was Jim that Joyce? Joyce? Yeah. I think it was yeah. Jim Joyce. And he, I remember a teary like news conference oh, I mean, yeah, by him was... the next day, but that was the worst thing that ever happened. Now with, with VAR, with video review, that would have been, would that have been overturned? That would have been today, corrected. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think that, that was a big impetus for video oh, review, Joyce. For sure. Of course. I mean, right. Just like the guy the, of history. Just like the, the Duchesne. Uh, yeah. Offside. And then that went south. That went, do you know that people like on Twitter still blame like me and Dregs for, for video review? They're like, Duffy, it was all your fault. You pushed for this. I think like the evil quiz master must have, in a quiz, asked if we wanted a challenge flag or whatever. Yeah. And I probably, Dreg said yes, and I said yes. But I didn't know it was going to be these little one-inch skate blade off the ice things. Like, I wish they could that- figure out a way to only do obvious ones. You know what I mean? Like, you got you got yeah. 10 seconds. Although, if- yeah. everyone has said the obvious one was the one in the Edmonton series, which apparently wasn't Well, that's just because nobody knew the rule. <laughs> Including me, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I still think that's offside. Yeah. All right, boys. We enjoyed the uh, watching Squid Game together. Uh, now there is a real-life Squid Game coming, and I believe Puffy has some bet safe breaking news. Breaking news. I am applying to be on uh, the Squid Games. Yes. I have my application. I just got to get my video done, and uh, I'll be applying for the global version. There's a U.S. version, there's a U.K. version, and then there is a global version and I need to be available for three weeks in early 2023. I figure that uh, TSN would be very fine with me taking a little time off work. And Tanya will have no problems with me leaving the family once again (laughs) 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 to to find my, uh, chase my dreams. I I think I have a legit shot to win. I will talk to our bosses, Stu Johnson and uh, Sean Redmond, about allowing you to go. I think they'll be agreement. Tanya, I will not be speaking with about the subject. <laughs> no. Can you do that? Can you mention that to her? I also think you will die in the first round. No Can chance. I'm, I'm at least making it to uh, the final stage. No, you'll be sure. one of the guys murdered at night by the bad guys. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Do you part. think they're gonna do the night fights? That's I think amazing. they probably will. You have now, to do can, the night can fights. Can you apply I'm a good to hider? Can you apply to be one of the millionaires who gambles behind the scenes? <laughs> I would play that role better. <laughs> but so. uh, I the, don't think I'm allowed. The creepy that. guy with a lion mask or whatever that be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young man, escort me to my private room. <laughs> Give me a massage. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, quick congratulations to Australia and Costa Rica. They are heading to the World Cup. This I've already November. done my research. I've done my research on the Costa Rican team and the Australian team. I have very nice. I've had to throw out all my research on uh, Peru, New Zealand, and New Zealand, Peru. unfortunately, because I did weeks, weeks on the Peruvians. Weeks, weeks. <laughs> Actually, the only it took me weeks to remember that it was Peruvians, not Peruvians. <laughs>
That's uh, that's beautiful. Time for listener mail. Listener mail. Listener mail. Thank you for listening. Alrighty, uh, so we had some reaction to the engagement video that you mentioned, Jimmy. Um, right. So s- some people started in the chat. Uh, this was on in the premiere last week. Started saying that you kind of oversold, like the guy running out there and grabbing the thing. Apparently, he just kind of he stopped them from doing it and escorted them off the stage, and they continued their. Um, they continued I did not oversell that. Down. Do you guys think I oversold kind of, that? I never. I never actually saw it. So yeah, I've oh. never seen it either. Okay, you, so, uh, you, 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 you after the podcast, you guys never went back and checked. Such is your dedication. Okay, right well, now. here we have Chewy Louie. He will be the deciding voice on this. He wrote, I saw the video and that, and it looked to me like they were on a stage of some sorts and the employee moved them to the bottom of the stairs. They finished the proposal at the bottom of the stairs. Chewy Louie, voice of reason. That's our guy. That's our guy. Okay, uh, wait a second. So uh, no one is... It, it doesn't matter, Chewy Louie. I love you, but this is that doesn't make it any. It doesn't make no. it all right. If Chewy says it, it's truth. Yep, Chewy's the, the final word. Hold on, I know Puffy's got to go, but I gotta, I gotta, sh- I want everyone to see this damn video. Like, I want you two to see this damn video. Great. Now I can't find it. I'll oh, just send it to us. We'll, uh, we'll touch we'll on it on later. Next week's all right, yeah, fine, for sure. Fine. Yeah. All right. Season eleven. All right. Uh, Is there anything Disney else that involves wedding, Puffy? Because Puffy has to leave and pick up time. Well, it all involves Puffy. People love hearing what Puffy has to say about this stuff. Um, so sticking to the Disney theme or uh, the wedding reaction, uh, Sean Morrison writes in, we did appetizers for a meal at our wedding as well. It cost the same as a full sit-down meal. We just figured it'd be more fun. Near the end of the night, we had a dozen more pizzas come as well. I remember James trying to. I remember the James trying to fight Donald story. That was a while ago. I'll try and find it again. Thank you, Sean, as always. The JDM Steamroller writes: My wife and I were invited uh, to her co-worker's wedding. My wife knew it would be an eclectic menu with no meat. She didn't mention to me that we had to stop by a burger joint on the way home. I would have stopped there on my way to the wedding and probably enjoyed myself a lot more. Uh, Puffy, do you have to leave us? Yeah, I got to go, guys. All right. Okay. So now we're, this is going to be the first time besides the Lester and Stoff show. It's going to be a two-man podcast, and I think it's going to kick ass. But uh, thank you for your participation, Puffy. No and, problem, uh, guys. Give our have best to Tanya. Uh, let's hope we have a full crew next week. Check. Let's talk about him. You know, we didn't talk enough about Lester mm. with him not here. Let's be gossipy teenagers. Well, what can we discuss what do you think about, about Puffy? Puffy? Where, where do you think he's actually headed right now? Hmm. <laughs> does it really involve Tanya? Or I think we. And did he really have to pick her up now, or was it really like twelve thirty, and he just wanted fifteen minutes for himself before he left? I think once he saw that tube of broccoli cream, it was a one-track mind. <laughs> he he was off for the entire pot. Uh, uh, okay, continue it. along, my friend. Uh, uh, Jack Kaizen writes in: Is this an appropriate use of breaking news? And he senses a clip of uh, Bob Weeks's cousin Kevin. Uh, <laughs> reporting on the breaking news of Bruce Cassidy being the next Vegas head coach. What's going on, you NHL fans? Outside the Tampa Bay Lightning dressing room, Stanley Cup final, breaking news. Breaking news. Vegas Golden Knights are hiring Bruce Cassidy as their new head coach. I repeat, Vegas Golden Knights are hiring Bruce Cassidy as their head coach. Uh, so right. to that, I will say, yes, it is a proper use of breaking news. Uh, Kevin Weeks is uh, a very funny guy. And so he's sort of, I don't know when this started. I think he was like somewhere at a restaurant or something. And he had to do his like breaking news from there. So it became a thing where now 
whenever the news comes out, he tries to do it from some. Is your dog trapped? Like, do you, is this no, like he's, a, uh, he's a, just he seems restless. like he's, it feels like a, the, a, uh, what's the Jodie Foster movie? Silence of the Lambs. It feels oh, like wow. you have a dungeon That's underneath cool. your house and the dog is scratching. Yeah, the funny to get part out. is like half the time he's across the house for me. It's just his nails, I guess. A little tap. I really tap shouldn't up. be complaining about dog distraction since mine have been a distraction basically oh. every episode of the history of this podcast. Sorry, where were we? Uh, so what yeah, Bruce about? Cassidy, breaking news. You oh, yeah. So first. Kevin Weeks, Kevin Weeks now does all this stuff. Uh, it, it just, it's hilarious. You have to go to Kevin Weeks' Twitter account, and whenever he does breaking news, he's got like a close up of his face in some bizarre location, which is very funny. Uh, Blake Lynch sent you in a couple pictures of Daisy Duck, saying it isn't really shocking yeah, hearing James Duffy so likes Daisy Duck. A little cloaca so, action, eh, Jimmy? So hot. That's a sweet. I'm not sweet wrong too. I had a, yeah, I looked at those pics, and she looks she looks amazing. Uh, speaking of amazing, our friend Brian Hayden, who lives up here in Bradford, uh, writes in weird or not, and keep that in mind as he asks. My wife thinks it's weird that I bring my phone into the shower and watch slash listen to your podcast. I'm actually weirded out that she thinks that it's weird. I mean, what does she think I'm doing in there? So weird or not, and then what do you think he's doing in there? Hayden's his name? Uh, Brian Hayden. Hayden's the last Oh, Brian. 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 Um, So in the middle of, say, things that I saw on Twitter, Brian's got the soap. Lathering. Lathering. Like what what area? I, I mean... That might creep into the weird category. I mean, I don't know if it's creepy. I mean, I appreciate all our listeners listening wherever mm-hmm. wherever they are, uh, whatever they're doing. Um, but it's a little. It gets a. I find myself picturing uh, uh, Brian. Brian, yeah, now, which I I don't even know what he looks like, but I. Do you know what I mean? When you when you hear a story yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, automatically course, like, your mind visualizes it. And is all is it, all, is it okay to bring the phone? Like, does he have the phone just out outside the shower? Because if you bring well, he the says phone watching, shower, so I'm sure he has a you know some sort of vantage point where he can. Maybe he's got how, like. How do you protect your phone from getting all soapy and all the other stuff? That oh, well, happens. Brian, Brian's just gonna have to write in and basically take a photo of his setup. I think that's the only way we'll get uh, we'll get any clarity. Have we else. ever heard from anyone who listened or watched the pod while they were? Uh, as they love? used to say, uh, yeah, making, making, making the love. Uh, the whoopee? I think so. Not remember yet, that, remember Sean, like, Sean Mayer Morrison can go back and find out. Remember on the newlywed game where they always called it making whoopee? Where, where did that even come from? Our parents were weird. I, I think that's an offensive it, term now, whoopee. By the way, my mom is visiting this week. Shout out to uh, Sheila, who's nice. uh, down. My, uh, my son Jared graduates uh, tonight. Ah, so we're nice. going down to Guelph for the graduation. Somehow I have to make it back for the end of the hockey game, um, which will be interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, my mom, um, Sheila Duffy, down uh, down visiting us at the house this week, uh, having a good time. She uh, yeah was watching Stranger Things with me the other night. She never watched the Stranger Things before. She was she was confused and disturbed by the entire thing. Yeah, one Stranger be, Things. I've heard this. This season's a little spooky, like spooky, a little, scary. It's a little spookier, yeah. little kind of like you know, more like a horror movie. It's more like as the kids have grown up in the show, I think they expect the audience to do that as well. Perhaps they'll have moms who uh, 
um, you know, just like they, 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 they'll talk constantly during the show and mm. ask you questions, even though they have no idea what's going on. So Sheila, who I love dearly, is like every two minutes during the Strangers thing, she's like, so that boy, what's that, what's that boy? And why, why does that boy look like a zombie? And, and the kids, so what are the kids doing? Why are they out, why are they out in the woods like that? Why would, why would they be doing that? And I'm like, Mom, it's going to be hard for you to, to me to explain the, uh, the first three seasons of Stranger Things to you here in the next five minutes. So maybe just, uh, you know, we can chat after the show. And I'll try to, try to explain the thing. But why is that guy in Russia? What does he have to do with it? Love my mom. I love her dearly. Taking it just maybe in. not, maybe not during Stranger Things. Fair enough. Uh, Taryn sends us in an a-hole or a-ok. Uh, mm-hmm. And they asked, my boyfriend has an old phone from before we met. I told him once he gets the, uh, once he gets the working, I think what they mean is once. Is this a bot? (laughs) Is this the bot message? No, it's not. That's the worst part. It's not the bot message. I think there's a little typo here. Uh, Basically, once he uh, gets a new phone working, uh, he, or, sorry, once he gets the phone working again, uh, she wants him to delete the uh, pictures of the previous ladies from his life is that an a-hole move so basically as an old phone she wants the pictures of his previous girlfriends out of there i guess that's okay i mean brooksy's got a whole album of like uh you know her old like high school boyfriend somewhere down in my basement i never got rid of that i probably got an album with you know leslie and cindy and karen and uh no karen <laughs> Dueling albums. I only do it to make you work, buddy. I only do it to make you work. <laughs> I just picture you going through that album, just getting all jacked up for a workout. <laughs> either, either album, I guess. Um, yeah, that's stuff. true. <laughs> either album. <laughs> yeah, the, the one of her old boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you bastard. Mike, Mike, I'm gonna pump myself up like you. Sure, you had a beard at 17, and I still can't grow one. Brooksy <laughs> liked the beard. Um, we have some more feedback from last week's episode. Amazing uh, You simply wrote, Woohoo, meow. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it sounds like a pretty good review. Is Amazing Mew, uh, is she a bot? No, Amazing Ma- Mew was in the um, Gold Bar League. This is a uh-huh. loyal listener of ours, and they've come to so our... So did she win? Why was she excited? And what I is the I meow? I think, it, I think it was just the, like, maybe she thought the meow, she thought our live conversation was a little catty. Oh, I get it. We're taking catty, swipes catty. at each other, maybe. I don't know. Uh, we'd right. love to hear more from you, Maisie Mew, so uh, let right. us know. People like, the, people like the anger, the sexual tension between us yeah. when it gets oh, like it that? Was, it was off the charts. Uh, now to the moment we've all been waiting for, the bot that commented on our video last week. Uh, it's a Russian name in Russian writing, so I won't even try to pronounce it. Uh, they wrote something that's barely English. Uh, some of the English uh, says age 42, qualification, technician, jobs, government jobs, and a whole bunch of stuff in another language. Mm-hmm. To which Kirian Scott, one of our listeners, replied, agreed. That was my favorite part of the pod, too. So, bots, yeah. listeners. Woohoo. Yeah. just interacting <laughs> all together. Uh, hey, I, I, just before you leave the bot, mm-hmm. um, do you remember, did I talk about on the, the pod a few weeks ago, or did I just tell you guys privately about uh, the DM I got about, are you this doctor? 
I talked about it. I right? actually, I won't. No, you haven't talked about it on the pod, but I've been meaning to message you to find out how that ended. Okay. Was that, no, that was WhatsApp, right? Yes. yes. So I, I, I got a WhatsApp. Uh, I haven't talked about it on the pod, right? I, okay. no, I don't believe so. I think you just texted me about it. Okay. So uh, a few weeks ago, I get a, um, a, a WhatsApp and it says, uh, is this Dr. I won't, Louis Acosta or something like this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, so I told you guys, I said, I think this is a bot, right? Who's mm-hmm. trying to trap me into something, but I'm going to play along with it just for the fun, just for the podcast. Right. Right. And so I, I said, uh, I'm afraid if I was your doctor, you'd sue me for malpractice within 10 minutes. Like I was just making cracking jokes mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I reached the wrong number. Uh, my friend gave me the wrong number. And I'm like, Okay, interesting. Like that's not a bad bodish sentence. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, so you're doubling where? Up. I'm like, where is the 407 area code you're you're uh, you're contacting me from? And they said Florida. And you? And I said Toronto. And they said, are you in Canada? That's nice. I said, yes, it is. Mm. And then they said, I've been to Toronto and Montreal. It's very beautiful there. So it still sounds a little bodish, mm-hmm. but you know, having an actual conversation. Then I'm said, well, where are you? I'm in Orlando. Have you been to the U.S.? I'm like, yes, many, many times. Have you been to Orlando? Yes, I have been. I'm from Texas in the United States. So, it, so I, <laughs> yeah, that was again weird. Texas, you know? Europe? No, again. So uh, then how old are you? You seem young in your profile picture. Um, Butter and I said, and I, So I, then I, I started to like, I, I avoided stuff like that. But then... Uh, I, I concluded by the end of this, this was a real person, right? And because I, while I was doing this, I was Googling the doctor that she was looking for who happened to be a dentist in Orlando, where she was from. Mm. So uh, this was a real person. And so then I, uh, anyway, we had a bit of a conversation once I realized it. And she was like part Russian, part Spanish, which explained the, the English wasn't so good. Mm, okay. Right? So it seemed like a very nice person. And uh, so I let it go. And then a couple of days later, she wrote me back and said, how are you, friend? And I said, I'm good. How are you doing? And, uh, and then she sent me a picture of her cooking dinner. Like nothing of her, just the, the, just the actual mm-hmm. dinner. Okay. She said, my secretary is over tonight cooking dinner for me. Oh, interesting. Uh, but anyway, I let it go, right? Yeah, but now right. I kind of miss her. And I, this, in conclusion, this was a real person. Well, I think it was. And uh, she hasn't written back in a while. And I, I feel like <laughs> we broke up. up. Do you think that in a couple of days you're going to get a message saying, my, my secretary's been stabbed. <laughs> my enemies, please send money. <laughs> I don't know, but I uh, I don't want to mention well, she's her, introduced her name you on the here. secretary, I think. And I'm not doing anything... Um, uh, surreptitious i i told brooksy about it i said i'm just fascinated by this to find out if it's a it's like a little social experiment that i'm Mm -hmm. doing but uh it's been since june 1st that we've texted now and i i miss her so i'm should i I reach out again maybe you should write hi friend just uh i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it hey hi friend hey no i know her name should i should i put her name down hey blank long time how are you doing? How are you doing? Is something friendly? I was dinner with the secretary. 
Uh, well, <laughs> only Lord knows where that can lead. Uh, Brandon Burke still concerned about your squirrel situation. He says you should check the electrical wires where they were living. Sometimes they chew and start fires by exposing a bare wire. Now, one hundred percent, they will, but could be worth having a look. Love the pie. have been have been concerned about that, and thank you for your concern, buddy. I appreciate it. Eventually, we will. Or my house will burn down. We'll learn one way or the other. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a good one from Sean Morrison, who obviously is infamous now from going back the in time and listening to our podcast again. The King. Uh, he was listening to Season 2, Episode 20, and he asks, do we get a final story about the white rug that got chucked into the backyard? Now, you remember, I believe it was wine you spilt on the rug. And as Brooksy came home, you panicked and threw it outside and buried it underneath the snow. Right. What happened when the snow melted? That's a great question, and I probably can't remember. I believe that uh, in the spring, when I was doing my yard clean and my massive pick poop up, that I did find the carpet, rolled it up, disposed of it in the garbage uh, without Brooksy knowing, much the same way you would do a dead body. Very nice. Right? Love hearing that. Love that comparison. Um, we have something from Roger K here, but regarding Squid Game, so we'll get we'll save that for next week. We'll get Puffy's right. reaction to it since he's right. obviously going to when we get to when we show. find out if Puffy, yeah, is Puffy is yeah, the if, big if unveil. he's been casted. If he's been casted, should we all apply as well just to see who the you know Ooh. most appealing? Well, what thing now? Is? Now, what if like let's say me, you, and Lester made it and they cut Puffy out? Well, I, I think I, I probably told this story. Uh, we can ask Sean in uh, season one of the first seasons if Mark Ward appeared on the pod. That uh, Mark Ward and I applied to be on the game show, The New Chain Reaction, uh, in in college because mm-hmm. we'd watch it after school every day. And at the time, there were pairs, pairs of it was two versus two, mm-hmm. and then they changed the format of The New Chain Reaction to one versus one. And I was chosen, and Mark Ward was not, which uh, you know led to some friction in our relationship we patched it up and by friction i mean there was no friction um but yeah so maybe i'd get picked or you'd get picked or lester mm-hmm. would get picked and puffy would not get picked and that would ruin everything on the podcast that'd be awful that'd be kind of a good storyline for season 10 though or whatever possibly uh our last piece of mail is from jadam and it simply says gotta get lester his money which leads us to the platinum First there was gold, it was successful, but now we go to another level, it's so much better, then you will see the platinum league, the platinum league, the platinum league. Alright, so uh, Jadam saying he's got to get Lester his money, and Lester's going to get his money because it is officially an all-Lester final Bob Weeks, the what? angel of death, will be taking what? on Jadem. So Lester, Lester has one little all pool. Lester final. Yeah, Lester. So what do we what do we chuck in for that? I think seven dollars each. Or let's make it that officially. Yeah, I'm yeah. not paying. I'm not paying. Well, see, the he thing wasn't, is, in order to collect, you have to be here on the podcast. Yeah, when you actually win, you have to be there. It's no different yeah. than those raffle prizes mm-hmm. when they say you have to be in attendance to win. And if you don't show up, they draw the next name. <laughs> Should we so, redraw between yes. me and you? Yes. Redraw. You, well, Puffy's not here. Mm-hmm. So now it's just you or me for the winner of the Platinum League and Talent Division. I have it here. <laughs> Stop. Jeez, that's <laughs> not right. $250. What the hell was yes. I thinking? 
That yes. didn't work out well. I want your little kinder surprises, and I want you to see right. the little names we'll, we'll do in the things. Bit. We'll do it officially do it next, next week. week. Um, but we just to be clear, Lester is disqualified. Yeah, Lester cannot win. It's and now Poppy down to, also down to is you disqualified. Right. Okay, so how about you pick either Bob Weeks or Jay them, and I'll take the other guy for this week, and whoever wins oh, wins it all. I'm going with the Angel of Death. He took Ooh, me out. Good, good. Can't I want Jay them. Can't beat him. Join him. I like Jay. I like Jay them. Uh, so Bob right. Weeks beat Karolnik four to two this week. Jay them beat some guy from Coburg four to three. So uh, both mm. of them came down to the. Uh, Monday night NBA game, a very exciting time. So again, Bob Weeks, Angel of Death versus Jadam. Uh, we'll see who can uh, who can win here. Uh, meanwhile, Andrew Arsenal uh, took the time this weekend to break out his runners-up prize from last year, which was a couple of golf balls. And he writes to us, Duthie, this was better than a couple. I didn't send him two individual golf balls. (laughs) Sorry. There there was a couple packets of golf balls. And they were high-quality golf balls. Uh, They weren't from the driving range at all. They were tailor-made, the best golf balls alive. Best there is. Uh, James Duthie, this means guaranteed birdies right. And then he wrote, update, I lost three of the balls in a (laughs) two-man best ball. We finished with 84, so not horrible. Now that could also Andrew be was a- uh, giving me getting me driver advice, and he ended up getting a wonderful tailor made driver. So uh, his his game's going to start coming around. It's it's going to come around for sure. Uh, and we also like last week uh, I was kind of teasing you about you not knowing who was on your actual team that you drafted. And Matthew right. DeRitter made a great point. Uh, he just simply wrote, "You could have told James he lost all of his team after the first round." It's true. Very true. That's Math- true I, Matthew a lot wiser than I am. Uh, but yeah, now it's down to you and me, buddy. Uh, we'll yes. see whoever wins this. Even if I lost all my guys in the first round, yeah. somehow I'm in the in the in the finale for the two hundred bills. It is the beauty bills. of the platinum league. There's <laughs> no really other is. thing like it in the world. There no, really there isn't. isn't. So, um, good luck to oh, both fantastic. those guys. Yeah, best uh, of luck. This will be a big champion. And uh, well, wait a second. Now, do we now conclude already that? Uh, how do you the, say the name? The Jaden's going to get the Jayden. driver. And that's Jason, I believe, is his full name. Uh, well, so yeah, like uh, it's kind of disappointing this week because I, I do figure Bob will, you know, do the classy thing and kind of step aside the prize regardless of who wins. Whereas I think if Koronik would have won that semifinal, we'd be in a legal dispute for the next yeah. three years. Uh, which yeah, there'd be a lot of a lot of controversy, and then some insurance company would award Koronik five million dollars for, <laughs> for getting an STD STD from listening to the podcast. <laughs> Hey, don't put ideas in people's heads, buddy. It was season seven, episode four. That's where I got the gonorrhea. Uh, I wanted to do a uh, a, a quick uh, a quick shout out to a colleague of ours. Um, this is uh, Evan Dalbregan, who works at TSN and has uh, been at TSN for a while. And he wrote this really cool book called Inexact Science, the six most compelling uh, years in draft years in NHL history. And uh, so which is really cool. So he's basically taken the coolest drafts, 71, 79, 84, 89, 91, told all the stories about how these drafts changed the game. Uh, it's his first book. Okay. He's a good dude. Uh, you can pick it up. You can order it in exact science, especially with the draft coming up. I wanted to give a shout out to my man, Evan. Awesome. Get that. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Uh, is that it, basically? Are we done that for is, the uh, little two-man? Yeah. Lester and Jimmy show. No, wait a second. Wait a second. Jimmy and Stop show. <laughs> Jimmy and Stop. I got to get back to my mom. I got to explain uh, season three of Stranger Things. And 
Uh, Jared is graduating tonight, so we got to get all, all dressed up, dressed up, and uh, awesome. watch watch the sun graduate and try to make it back somehow for the post game show. If uh, if I appear like I didn't know what went on in the game <laughs> tonight, retro. Hopefully, people won't see this till long since they've forgotten my mm-hmm. performance on Sports Center. So. Uh, it could be a case where I uh, haven't seen the game, and so I sit down and say, uh, uh, "Jamie McLennan, Darren Drager, what a night!" Your thoughts? That might be the extent of the post game. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the Rubber Boots Pod. Only a couple of episodes left. Uh, thanks for everybody again who participated in the Gold Bar League. Uh, prizes to come. Uh, big plans for the Gold Bar League next year. Uh, details to Expanded come later. Field. Expanded fields, the new Live Gold Bar League. Right. Imagine if Live came in and wanted to do a Gold Bar League with actual gold bars, right? But it wasn't us. It was like you know yeah. somebody else, like Karolnik and Bob they, Weeks doing they it. Bought Damn the them. rights to the podcast and kicked Damn the And what if like yeah. then like like they they got like Sean Morrison jumped to the Live Gold Bar League and he all did all their pod our work. Listeners started jumping Snake oh. bites Pete. They all they plucked all our good guys one by one. Ho, you know, Ho, because of his allegiance to Puffy, he hung out for a couple of extra weeks, but then he had to go like Patrick Reed. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the ones that denies it all the way until he jumps. Damn them all. Ricky yeah. Schmidt, I know you'd stay. I no, know Ricky you'd stay Schmidt would stay. Ricky Schmidt gave us no a matter how big the money was. Wonderfully glowing review online for our podcast as well. So thank you. Ricky. She didn't say just one word. Awful. <laughs> no, not just awful. No, it was. Uh, uh, it was an improvement from that. So yes, please please give us some positive reviews online. Uh, we always yeah. enjoy those. And- I think we might have to do a breakout pod. You and me stuff. I think these this other guys is- who are a little bit of excess weight. It feels holding like. us back. It feels clearly. like it really picked up. Uh, we'll see you next week or the week after, whenever we get around to it on the Rubber Boots podcast. Oh, do 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 puppy dog. Oh, do 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 puppy dog. Oh, who's that? Oh, do 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 puppy dog. Our listeners' favorite moment of the podcast. Hey. How are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? At the fair This is the part they call the bridge A bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? 
Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? At the fair? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please? Somebody? Hey? Hey? Anyone?